0: Deva, your host a training Daily show your journey to connect with ideas stories experiences and people and get a deeper understanding of the world around you starts now i believe every life is a lesson it's all about how we look at it today i'm connected to an entrepreneur supermodel a talented actress and moreover a beautiful human Dipanita sharma lady who entered the limelight via miss india and now making a big name in television movies and beyond. You might have recently seen her on *Miss Mismatch Season 2 as Nandini Nahata. In this episode, let's discover how real life characters are very different in their life. This episode is full of fun, candid conversation, and greater perspective on the notion of beauty. And before tuning in, do not forget to leave us a positive review on Apple Podcast. And Leave us a rating on whatever platform you're listening to, because your feedback matters to us. Now, tune in. So, first of all, welcome Dipanda to the Training Diary Thank you. It's lovely to Thank have you. And finally, after so much denies, after so much, you know, appointments and everything, are <laughs> doing it thank you for being me.
1: I know. No, thank you. It's a pleasure to be here finally and I wanted to do this but yeah, there was some, there's always issues in schedule so yeah.
0: And uh, also the first thing that I'm always curious to know that uh, especially from you, how is Nandini Nahata in real life? Is it that <laughs> old bossy, a little hearted or other? <laughs> sweet or who oh, oh, is she from real to real life
1: yeah i know what
0: do you think <laughs> <laughs> I'm meeting you for the first time. i got a very good vibe but uh, i'm meeting you for the first time so all yours <laughs> yeah
1: so uh so it was an eye-opener when i think us uh, um some seniors from my college and uh you know and People I've been to school with, you know, when they message me after, and they have known you all your life, right? Then since you were a child, so uh, you've been to school together. Then the seniors have seen you through college, and uh, some of them messaged me saying, you know, if we didn't know how how you were in person, you know, and the way the palata is in real life, and how sweet you are, we would have thought you are like Nandini Nata because that is how convincing you are in the role. So I thought that was the best compliment for me. Um, And uh, I really enjoyed playing Nandini Nata um, because she is actually no-nonsense. And, um, uh, you know, in a narrative, in a story, uh, somebody is supposed to be the villain and uh, in, in, a, in a story and that is what in a narrative I think I've turned out to be but if you think about it and I always like to approach my roles like that, that the person who is whatever she or he is doing she cannot think that she's the villain mm-hmm. she uh, in her head she is doing everything right because she is just a professional and she is a go-getter and she is, that is her character in the narrative she becomes the villain of the piece because people are seeing it through the eyes of uh, the, the the two main characters and through the love story so and she's meant to be this person who everyone ends up hating so and the fact that i have i think everyone say i've been able to play it right so i guess i have done my job right and uh, like the writers have been saying and all the memes and the things that uh all over social media you know and i keep telling the writers i said it's all because of you and they all keep saying that you know you just brought life to the role that's why it's getting the reaction that it's getting uh so yeah i think i'm very uh, uh very proud of how the characters uh, turned out and uh you know the reactions and the love that it's getting <laughs>
0: Honestly speaking, when I, you know, approach you for the first time, let's let's do this. I, somehow, I also imagine you that character because uh, I remember watching you in Ladies vs. Ricky Bell. That was a little bit of, you know, similar character. You're like boss lady, you're bold. you're smart, you're confident, yeah. you know, you're again a go-gatter. So I think it's 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 amazing, and I was also thinking, okay, should I do this? Should I write a mail? <laughs> <laughs> no, I think I'm
1: glad you did that because I also wanted to do it. Also, I think I wanted to. You're you're from that generation, right? For who missed something like mismatch season? I mean, both the seasons that have been made for you know, so y'all get it. But I also feel that people should not fear somehow there is this fear for boss ladies Mm -hmm. and I have always been this person uh, who has always thought that there are always two sides to a coin a person can be soft and the person can be really strict when you're at work I'm like that when I'm at work I am completely focused when I'm at home with my family uh, it is it is or my friends it's very you know it's very different there is a different and I think everyone has different sides to them and I'm I think you know the world has to stop fearing uh, a woman who's in power indeed. why should you I, you know I, and yeah <laughs> why yeah there is a lot of this attachment of uh you know that oh she will be like this oh she is you know is she going to be nice but at work you're not supposed to be nice at work you're supposed to work you know so uh, that is where i think my thought process comes from also when i play certain uh, certain characters and you know you're meant to be a certain character if you play it right then it just makes the uh, you know it it sort of hits the uh, hits whatever is needed to be hit. I mean, if Nandini Nahata was overtly nice, it wouldn't have the impact that it has had, honestly. Mm. You wouldn't have sympathy for the two characters if Nandini Nahata wasn't, uh, you know, that mean. You know what I'm saying? The whole point was to have sympathy. mismatch <laughs> three? We don't know. Uh, we don't know yet. Uh, we haven't been told i don't know if anybody else in the cast knows but i don't know uh, so you know uh, so yeah it'll be lovely we i mean if it happens nothing like it right yeah and i love all of them it was so much fun like we all got along so well and all of that so it was we were also laughing about it
0: who have been your favorite sorry on the set who have been your favorite person on the set
1: Favorite person on set. There are lots of people who are very nice actually. The yeah, see, we are, we belong to a certain age age bracket, right? In that show. I think Vidya, Ranvijay, and I also spent more time together because you know our track was like that. So I would definitely say Ranvijay and Vidya, mm-hmm. uh, in the you know, because I spent a lot of time. Uh Project is a a really sweet kid. Uh, you know, Rohit is so sweet. Uh, all of these kids, they are so talented. Um, Taruk, uh, Muskan. Uh, you know, uh, uh, I I hope I'm not I'm I'm trying to remember because there's so many of them, and if I'm missing out anyone, I'm sorry, but they are all really freaking amazingly talented, and I admire each one of them so much. Well, also- and the director. Mm-hmm. and the director we can't forget yes the kind was- of family. <laughs> oh akash is amazing and he i think i also said this that no one knows quite how to keep a happy set you know uh but he does mm-hmm. you know he does does it so well no one knows how to keep a happy set quite like akash he's very good yeah
0: also, also, do you, what do you think that what was the major reason of, you know, the being mismatched to a big hit? Because I remember watching the first season and even the first season pumped up. I, I remember that there's a show, but honestly, I didn't watch that. But second season, I think lots of my friends, buddies have recommended yeah. you, you must watch. And believe me, I literally completed the whole show in the f- one day. Oh, yeah, one night, I believe. And I was like, shit, why is I love it. First season, and then I'm going back to the first, and I'm like, second is marvelous. So, what do you think? What's into the second part that really hooked people? That was more connected to everyone. What do you think, as because you were living the show, honestly? So, what was that? How lovely. That's that. You know,
1: sounds so good. And you know, I find it so, uh, so strange watching myself. You know, uh, mostly I don't like watching my own work because I find it strange you know watching myself on screen except if it's a screening or something like that so I still haven't properly I think watched Mismatch season two Mm -hmm. but I've watched season one. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think see season one had set the base you know of this young adult show where they are dealing with underlying issues of the youth, which people don't openly talk about. And I think this is the first young adults shows, you know, shows where you're talking about several issues coming out of India Mm -hmm. on a platform like Netflix, you know, so it made a lot of difference. Second season, I think the ones who watched first season was eagerly waiting to also see season two that because they expected it to be bigger, better. Mm -hmm. And I think it turned out to be in that manner, you know. And there are a lot of uh, layered issues that are being dealt with. And that is something that I feel has struck a chord with the audiences, especially of your uh, age group, you know. And um, yeah, and I think things that you shouldn't be ashamed of, things that you can openly, you know, these things shouldn't be pushed under the carpet. You know this is what mismatch season two tells you mm-hmm. and there are there are complications there are confusions in life and it's okay you can work through it mm-hmm. life is not black and white you know and it's all right mm-hmm. so I think these are very new things that are being addressed uh you know in a in a show like Miss Match. So I think which is what has struck a chord and there is love and there's romance and there is drama and there is, you know, confusion and there is, uh, yeah, there is hate. So, uh, yeah, all of it put together, I think, makes it a very interesting, interesting
0: show. But personally, what I also believe that, you know, uh, when I listen to any of the review and people of my age, when they come and when even I actually see it, I think there's a whole lot of relativity factor. Uh, going back to you know old movies old romance uh, probably people of my age won't even connect to it what's that you know and now it's here mm-hmm. so everything makes sense I think that was the best part yeah it makes sense yes there's struggle yeah there are denials their hate there, there's love everything makes sense and everything was to the point presented in a very well-mannered so I think that was very beautiful yeah Yeah,
1: it's written very well, directed very well, you know, and the characters, each character is so unique. So I think all of these things uh, really make it a fun show to watch and I'm so glad. I think it's been trending for a while now. Um,
0: It just makes me feel, yeah, great to be a part of a show like this. Indeed. And also one thing really makes me happy that, you know, how we talk into the 90s or maybe 80s when Friends and Big Bang Theory, that kind of show's coming up, which were every time watch and now in India we have that kind of binge watch shows literally we can count on to that part okay this is so light I can watch it anytime I don't you know have to stress so I think that's a beautiful part that India Indian cinema Indian movies or shows have been going to that direction reaching to that milestone so I think that's lovely yeah yes it's wonderful I agree and also coming to a more personal note when you started your career you you were into the miss india right and from the pageantry shows uh, correct me if i'm wrong because it's all when i stopped you (laughs) so i got to know (laughs) okay started your career from that phase right
1: from miss india yes yes 1998 yeah i was still studying at that time yeah
0: So now also these uh pageantry shows competition is coming up more girls are applying and it has been still a more trendsetter like you know i think nothing has changed that lots of women lots of girls still dream of having that crown and winning that title being on that stage but what do you think mm-hmm. how it has evolved these shows how in terms of good way and as well as bad way what do you think how it has been more challenging for the women for girls and how it has evolved over the years. So what does that seem like?
1: You know, when I participated in Miss India so many years ago, Miss India was the only platform, I think at that time where you got noticed and where you knew that, you know, the right people from the industry, they they watch this and then, you know, they, they make their decisions of, you know, uh, uh, whether you're going to be the next, uh, next stop model or you know which career path you want to take, you know um, and it and it really helped. It was a true platform where as a newcomer mm-hmm. and as an aspiring model, mm-hmm. you went uh, for the for the contest with that focus in mind that you wanted to seriously start. Uh, Being in the fashion scene and start modeling and eventually from there you go ahead and do whatever else you wanted to do. There were two contests of that and there was Miss India and there was Look of Zio, which was essentially modeling based and then you know the girl who won would go abroad and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Now I wanted to do Miss India because I was still in Delhi at that time as a student And uh, I think my mom had told me and then the form had come out in, you know, in in times of India and friends used to always say, why don't you apply? And I'd done a couple of college fashion shows because that's how, you know, my interest had begun. Uh, I said, let me see how this goes, you know, and I think that was a good place to start, you know, when you didn't have connections, when you didn't know anyone. That was a good place to start and it was organic because they will choose you. From across the country, and they will shortlist you. So there are various uh, um, There are various rounds where they shortlist you even before you reach the final. You know, final twenty-five. You know, twenty-five of us who were eventually selected. Mm-hmm. I think over the years, what has happened is there are quite a few contests now. There is, of course, one Miss India, but there are other lots of contests as well. I also feel rather than just fashion and modeling. Now the girl wants to win the crown because she wants to be an actress. Mm. It is not modeling anymore. It is because she wants to be an actress. Now the platform has changed to that. To that. And I think even the organizers are pushing, uh, you know, the girls to do that. And I was the mentor for the, for the East Zone in 2017 and there were these several girls under me and i remember mentoring them uh and i remember the focus was this focus was when we did when we uh when i took part in miss india the focus wasn't films actually at that time i didn't think i was going to do films you know i said okay let me train i used to do i was part of dramatics i grew up doing plays and stuff like that but focus was at that time, the platforms were focused on fashion, modeling, new face. Yes, after this, she trains and goes to next level. That is up to her, you know. So that way, I feel um, there there is, in a manner, evolving that okay. Now the girls nowadays don't want to waste time in modeling. They feel, and they directly. Uh, maybe just sign a film or something like that. Our time, we didn't even think about films at that time. We wanted to be good models. I wanted to establish myself in a career and then think of another, you know, because I feel when you don't give time to one and jump to another, you're sort of neither here nor there, you know. So I'm glad I took my time uh, in establishing myself. And also after my first film, I continued modeling as well. I was in no hurry to just like keep signing films. Mm-hmm. Um, I also feel there is, uh, there are a, there are many girls who come from like across the country uh, and the, the competition is a lot more, which I think is very good because there are so many girls. The earlier, I think it was almost impossible for a small town girl to, you know, sort of, find her way into the Miss India platform and stuff like that but at you know I, I think I managed to take part in Miss India because I was studying in Delhi mm-hmm. if I was in Assam and was still studying in Assam at that time maybe I wouldn't have found that platform but today it is possible mm-hmm. today you know they do a nationwide hunt and they find you know beautiful and talented girls from all across the country and which I think is very heartening. Very hardly.
0: Mm-hmm. Indeed. And I think you mentioned it right. Because when you see the previous crown winners or anyone who hold the title, they were still doctors, lawyers, and there are a lot of titles they pursued after winning the title after having... Yes. The it's all what they want to. And right now, it's yeah. more about even someone, you know, being there, it's just to be the actor, which is fair enough. Yes. That's completely... Which weird. is fair. Yeah, because they are now more focused yeah (laughs) don't you think I think this is just a personal thought I had always when I see these kind of competition that they're setting somewhere a little false expectations when it comes to you know beauty because you know uh, when you say that uh, everyone is beautiful everyone is confident what they perceive so there shouldn't be any rules to you know for the participation so what do you think on that that that's completely uh, you know out of coming out of curiosity
1: I think when it comes to pageants, there are the organisers have certain like our time. Mm-hmm. We, there was a certain height category that was because for fashion shows you had to qualify according to a certain height category. That is a requirement for for designers. Now designers have their set ways of you know doing things. Maybe they feel their clothes mm-hmm. uh, need to be seen in a certain manner. But I feel today, actually, things have changed. There is, the you know, everywhere, there are plus-size models. There are, you know, there are all kinds of body types that are being appreciated. Um, I feel, in fact, there is so much awareness uh, on, uh, you know, discrimination, that discrimination has actually become a lot less now. There is no discrimination. In fact, I feel our fashion world was always low on discrimination because, at a time when everybody was I had said no to fairness mm-hmm. ads I used to say no to fairness ads because I used to think that is not my ideal beauty and fashion was always so amazing when it came to different ethnicities you know from across the country they in fact always thought when I said told them I'm from Assam they accepted me with wide open arms because they thought I was exotic and they said this is so amazing we have never had someone from that part you know and we want you." so you know so the inclusivity was always really big in the world of fashion mm-hmm. and uh yes it was a lot less in the advertising world a lot less in um uh, in films, mm-hmm. just the other day, someone was asking me that, "How do you feel about the inclusion of northeastern faces now?" When you see, us? I said, "I feel very good because when I came in, there was nobody, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and uh, there were probably one or two of us at that time." And it's heartening now. Now, uh, the world has become smaller thanks to, I think, you guys your generation the digital media has brought you know uh our country together in so many ways you guys want to know more about the rest of the country earlier you know as northeastern we were told uh mainland india and northeast india there was you know there's always this different yes. mainland is where people speak hindi and northeast india is where people stay very far away and live in bamboo huts. Mm -hmm. So, you know, these were the perceptions. I have answered questions like that in the beginning of when I moved to Delhi for my studies and stuff like that. So, yeah, currently I feel the scene is actually really good, you know. Uh, See, when it comes to pageants, there's always going to be an attachment of glamour. You know, there are so many of these frills, brands coming in because of the glamour. So they probably might have these restrictions, you know, in a certain manner. But I see so many girls who now take part in pageants and stand up for the way they are, and I think it's amazing. I think that that's I, when I was,
0: because when we talk about embracing who you are, I think it's it's with every shape, every size, and every height. I you
1: know absolutely every girl I have always said it, every woman in her own way is beautiful, and when you are when you are selling brands are you selling brands only to a particular uh particular type of people no all kinds and i feel the discrimination is is in people's heads and i think with the generations going forward that is being dissipated which i see and i feel very good about and let me tell you discrimination doesn't always happen to a certain type Of look no discrimination has happened even with me discrimination has happened because there are people who turn around say you're too skinny you're too tall you're too high cheekboned, and i have been refused roles because of the way i look as well so it is you know everyone has faced. so the discrimination is people also have this thing that only certain kind of people will be discriminated against no People who discriminate will discriminate everyone because they are judgmental. Because they have a judgmental mindset. Mm-hmm. People who are accepting will accept everyone mm-hmm. because they are non-judgmental. Mm-hmm. So I think the scenario is, in fact, amazing right now. And I see, you know, girls who have even one. Won the crown, and if they have, uh, I think recently someone made the statement someone who I think put on a little weight and she was told or something. And she turned around and said, last Look, last. I love myself the way I am. Last, uh, I love myself. Yes. Are you right? Yeah. I love, it. and I think it is amazing. Yeah. It's beautiful. It's, it's, you know, and women, I think, have it in them. And we've always had it in us to say, You know what? <laughs> we are who we are take it or leave it you know and we don't need to conform to any of your norms really
0: and I think I really agree to the point when you said you know digital media has made it very easy to find uh, a like community as you mentioned the people who are always accepting the people who are always judgmental so there's a community for everyone There's a community for each and every size, each and every mindset. It's whom your thoughts are Absolutely. matching. So it's all about the same. Absolutely. Also, yes. making it a little light. Let's let's have a quick, uh, you know, rapid fire round. When I say rapid fire, you just have to be very quick with the answer. Sure have to give the answer no diplomacy i <laughs> i have a problem i'm a i'm
1: a student of history i don't know how to do short answers i only i <laughs> i write all long answers but i will try
0: <laughs> okay who is the one co-star you always dream to work with one co-star who i always dream to work with or you really want to be in front of that ghost men women hardly matters anyone who, who has always been your favorite person you always adorn
1: like who I haven't worked with but I want to work with yes yes, yes. right Rithik Roshan <laughs> we didn't I did a f- yeah because I did a film where I was in the film but I didn't have I mean I sort of know him socially but it's not like you know we have not worked together and in war i had a special appearance but i never shared screen space with him so i really hope i do someday rithik roshan in india jared leto mm-hmm. uh, in hollywood yeah <laughs> <a> nice choice
0: <laughs> i know <laughs> also, uh, what is the most weird gen z trend you f- yeah, find till the time this is the most weird any gen, gen z trend? weird trend
1: yeah like in clothing or fashion or whatever anything that you can count on i think bell bottoms <laughs> 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 i find them very weird i also worn them but yeah at one point but yeah i find them weird
0: Mm -hmm. also what what do you enjoy more if if it's given a task to you is it modeling or acting Is, is it being in fashion that you know being that straight face or being more expressive
1: well i think there is a myth when it also comes to fashion and modeling that there is you know you don't have to be expressive i've also been an advertising model where you have to be very expressive in fact you know uh it was part acting um fashion and modeling I think will always be a passion and it will always be close to my heart because it is my first mm-hmm. first chosen profession and I'm always very rooted but yeah now if you ask me I mean acting now mostly actively so yeah I love the whole process of filmmaking I think mm-hmm. just the whole process everything mm-hmm.
0: so yeah I'd probably
1: now currently I might choose acting
0: going back to your one 20s you know in that phase in your 20s early 20s or late 20s whatever you can count on what is the one thing you would like to teach the panita or what is the one thing you want to put into her mind which was that thing
1: i want like what
0: would i advise when i was 20 years old you can say anything that you want to teach her anything that you want to um, you know, let her remember that. You know, this is a one life mantra that you might have learned throughout the year. But yeah, that 20 year old. Nah. I always think that as a 20s, do as silly things you can do. So yeah. So yeah.
1: Also, I but I think, you know, yeah, I think I was always, um, I think I always had a head on my shoulders. So I was, you know, a feet on the ground. Mm-hmm. Um, And I, but I also feel that 20s are meant to be silly and making all the mistakes if you're making mistakes and learning from it I wouldn't be the person who I am if I had not made the mistakes that I did at that time so yeah
0: no regrets and no advice Any any autobiography you want to play on screen? Any any uh, individual's role? Any history? Because you have been a history student, of course you have been a person of you know who who know lots of things about that person has been a legend. What he have gone through, anything, or even not being that. So any person you really admire in real life that you want to portray on the real life.
1: You know all the. Uh biographies or autobiographies that I've read and the women I admire I think most of those autobiographies have already been made <laughs> a lot of times uh, so I uh, so I don't know if I can be picky about it I would have loved to be a, a part of a Coco Chanel you know uh, biographical film it was such a beautiful film I mean I've seen it so that's already made mm. uh, you know Shakundala Devi is made <laughs> There are like this plethora of women who I really, really admire. Uh, most of it is, you know, the, the queens and the ones that I look up to. So they're all, um, all, all, I think, done. But I won't get picky about uh, autobiographies. How do we know? I might, you know, I might just get um, get a role which is really memorable in uh, in an autobiography, which I haven't thought
0: about, right? So... I don't know. I, I really see you somewhere that you, you would be a very perfect by your looks, you know, portraying some Hollywood character. Because I remember seeing uh Princess of Diana, you know, and the lady who portrays Diana. Diana, yeah. It was
1: beautiful. beautiful. It was beautiful. Beautiful. Ah. I think she literally I was living through her so stunning was- and what a character right all I, of them like if you if you did you if you watch blonde you know uh, about Monroe about Marilyn Monroe but there are so many films made on her but yeah what a what a beautiful character I think we are the world is obsessed with Marilyn Monroe because we never get enough of her because yeah of so many reasons uh but yeah you never know like you said thank you so much um yeah like maybe i don't know about an autobiography which will come to me so yeah it'll be a surprise and then
0: i will thank you (laughs) (laughs) i think it was just an imagination when i'm seeing you and i'm just going to that flashback and like look yeah (laughs) thank you and always before making it to an end there's the one thing i'm always curious to know from my guest What is the one trend that you would like to see more evolve in the new era? Or what is the one trend that you'd like to see more embrace? One trend, what that trend seems like.
1: Yeah. I think this won't be a surprise for for a lot of people. The one trend is more Mm women-centric stories, women-centric films. I'm only saying women-centric is because, you know, even today, Mm -hmm. I find a lack of it you know i find you know we i still have friends who are taking scripts to people and where people are saying including platforms who are saying you know but we don't have a hero and here the writers are saying the hero is the, the, there is the hero hero is the woman the women. and there are people the the woman who is the, the she is the hero of the film and the story is the hero of the film and there are people still saying no but we don't have a hero like a male character so I I hope that changes let us all be organic you know let's not look for you know if the woman is the main then it'll be a problem and then heroes although we have had really amazing stories if you look today where there are women you know who are driving the story forward yet there is a you know, mind block against the fact that only if you have a male protagonist will it, you know, sort of do well. So I'm saying, let's not think male, female, let's, you know, make it organic. I would like to see more films where it is not about the gender of the person, uh, gender of the actor, you know. So I think, uh, yeah, I think we just definitely need to work on and let heroes the story and then we have all of these actors so I think that is what I would uh, definitely like to see more
0: of. I think this is a very unique perspective on the trend I've heard so I really like it definitely as a viewer as someone who really loved the world of stories who yeah. live by watching yeah. it maybe and I yes think, I think it's it's something I would love to and uh, right yeah. <laughs> so thank you so much Tipanta I think it's lovely conversating with you I I love you more than, <laughs> from the screen to here. I'm so glad thank you so much thank you,
1: you thank you Priya yes it was a pleasure and I look forward to seeing the episode Great. thank you so much thank you. thanks a lot take care
0: yeah beautiful people i hope you enjoyed the episode as much as i did by having the conversation with dipanita she has been a great actor and moreover a great great human being Uh, i had a great time and the time being bye-bye for now i'll see you soon in the next episode with another great value with another great story with another great another great lesson Till then, do not forget to check out our YouTube channel or our Instagram page where you can also connect us and share your story with us and let us know how you are liking the episode. And if you have any idea, we are always open to your ideas, your, your point of views, your perspective, anything that any guest you want us to call upon, any story that you want, to, want us to portray here, anything. Bye for now and God bless us all.